I am Dr. Asher Beckwith, and today we're going to be continuing our series on the five personality patterns in response to trauma. Today we're going to focus on the challenger defender or what we call the aggressive personality pattern. I encourage you to go back and listen to the, the other patterns and how trauma is also stored within the body. Thus far, we've looked at the leaving pattern, the rigid pattern, and the merging pattern. Today is the fourth of those patterns, and then we'll have one more following this. Let's dig in. First, I want to tell you a story about my friend Jack. Jack grew up in a household where he was exposed to physical and emotional abuse. He learned how to always be on guard and to use aggression and control to help to protect himself. When his dad would get mad at him and come after him, he would have to like force back and start trying to hit his dad or trying to say no and scream at his dad. Unfortunately, he developed a really deep fear of being vulnerable and always felt like he had to protect himself under any circumstances. So he developed this core limiting belief that he could only rely on himself and that he was only safe for himself and that he had to protect himself no matter what. This really impeded his relationship with me and with others <laughs> because Jack just really was very closed off. He was a really sweet guy and just a really admirable person. But once you tried to get to know him outside of like a surface level, he seemed almost really superficial and uh, it was just really hard to try to get in and get to know him any better. One of the things that happened with Jack was as he got older, he started to follow after those patterns like his dad had shown to him. And he continued to start to act really aggressive. And one of the ways in which this showed up was he would always interject in conversations that drove me absolutely crazy. He would constantly cut you off. It almost felt like he was always asserting himself and his opinions. And he just didn't really care about other people's perspectives. And then he'd get into arguments with coworkers. He would have to debate everything under the sun because he felt like he had to be in control of every possible thing. And so he developed this reputation as just being difficult to work with and also being difficult to be a friend with. But I knew Jack, so... I knew that all of this defensiveness and things, that wasn't the real Jack. Despite his outward displays of aggression and his way of forcing people into doing things, Jack really struggled inside with some really deep-seated feelings and had some serious loneliness and insecurity problems. And he also found it really hard to connect with others. He often tried to push people away and to control them. Over time, Jack got some help and he started to get better and he started to become less protective and allow folks in more. And now Jack is like this amazing guy. He's worked through a lot of his defensiveness. He understands that it came from his dad and that he was trying to protect himself. And now he's just this really strong, down-to-earth kind of person because he can look at it and he can see that he was in that aggressive or challenger-defender pattern. 
now he's been able to push past that. And so now he's very open and he engages people in conversation and he's warm and he feels comfortable being vulnerable. And he doesn't come from this root of loneliness or feeling insecure. As we've talked about with the other patterns, these are patterns. They can be unlearned. Let's talk more about this pattern. The challenger defender or aggressive pattern folks tend to have really deep fears of vulnerability, just like Jack, and this need to protect themselves from what they perceive as threats. We all have different lenses, but if they were raised in a household where they were abused, they perceive everything as being a threat. This personality pattern is really characterized by domination and control and aggression towards others. I don't know about you, but not only have I had folks like Jack in my life, but I've also had bosses who were really challenging and aggressive and controlling and dominating. And it was extremely hard to deal with them. It's like almost anything that you say is not right. They find some way to critique it or to challenge whatever you're saying. So it's almost like they become like a turtle with a really hard protective shell. But on the inside, they're really soft and sweet. But in order to truly get to know someone who is in this pattern, you have to get through that thick exterior. And they have to work on themselves to be vulnerable with you. Like all patterns, the challenger defender pattern or aggressive pattern also has some really great gifts. One of the gifts is determination and perseverance. People who are exhibiting this pattern are really, really, really driven and want to achieve really high goals and are, are willing to work hard to overcome any obstacle or challenge that gets in their way. They also possess really incredible leadership skills. They are really comfortable in terms of taking on challenges and taking charge and asserting their opinions. And so they have these kind of natural abilities to be effective and motivating and inspirational to others. They also, as described in the actual pattern, are assertive. They're really comfortable in speaking up for themselves and advocating for their needs and interests. And that can be a valuable skill, especially like in situations where you have CEOs or heads of businesses or departments. And also when they do things like negotiating or conflict resolution. Folks who exhibit this pattern also are really courageous and brave. They're willing to take on all kinds of risks and confront difficult situations that others might shy away from. That can also be a really valuable trait. And while they make great leaders, again, internally, they feel very lonely and insecure. And as we've mentioned with the other patterns, once you are able to get past those negative aspects, you still hold on to the positive aspects. The question becomes, how do you heal from this pattern? Like with the other patterns, self-reflection and awareness. People who exhibit this pattern might do really well with taking time to reflect on the pattern and the behavior and the way that that impacts others 
As we've discussed in previous episodes, this could involve things like journaling or meditation or other kinds of self-reflection. If you're keeping a journal and you notice that this more aggressive pattern is your pattern, again, like the other patterns, write down those behaviors and think about what is making you feel that way. And then think about where that pattern emerged. For example, I had an ex and my ex exhibited this aggressive pattern and she constantly was very snappy and I struggled a lot with that snappiness and didn't really understand where it was coming from because in many ways she could be very, very kind and very, very sweet and I just didn't understand it, but she would turn around and snap and be reactive. And over time, as I've learned about these patterns, I can now identify that this is something that she learned from her childhood and that really it stemmed from internally her not feeling good about herself. Another way that folks can heal is through learning emotional regulation skills. Oftentimes, these folks who exhibit this pattern really struggle with managing their emotions that are in healthy ways. So they turn to things like snapping or lashing out or like our situation earlier with interjecting their own opinions and cutting people off. One of the ways in which they can heal from that pattern is to learn things like mindfulness and deep breathing and visualization. And that can help them to be more aware of their emotional states and of their emotions and what is happening for them than opposed to snapping or being reactive or interjecting and interrupting people. They can have a much calmer and present reaction. Also, practicing healthy communication. This may involve things like active listening and empathy and conflict resolution really being able to almost go to the other side of what that aggressive pattern is and trying to employ those skills. So as opposed to cutting people off, sitting and really listening and repeating back to people what they said and saying something like, did I understand that correctly? As opposed to snapping and jumping into conclusions. And then empathy, really trying to put themselves in the place of another person or in the place of the person who is actively speaking with them and empathizing with where that person's coming from. And then conflict resolutions, as opposed to being reactive, trying to find ways to see other people's opinions and being goal-oriented towards a resolution versus furthering the conflict through further reactivity and defensiveness. In addition to that, self-compassion is also really important. Folks who exhibit this aggressive pattern have a tendency to be really critical, self-critical, and then judgmental of others. So a way to get through that is compassion not only for others, but self-compassion. 
and learning how to accept who you are and realizing that this is a pattern. This is not who you are. And then moving towards that balance and well-being state within that. Thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to continue to talk about how trauma is stored in the body and discuss the enduring pattern. That will be the last pattern of this series. I invite you to please subscribe and like this channel. And please give it a five-star rating and share it with anyone else you think may be interested. It is such an honor to be with you on your healing journey.